all right, all right, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Spotify, everyone out there, it's time for another episode of You, You, His, Her's favorite podcast. It's time for Ball for Ball. You know your favorite hip-hop podcast where you take your favorite hip-hop songs, your favorite hip-hop lyrics, you recite these lyrics down and uh, break them down for your average hip-hop listener. What's going on, good people? It's your boy, Mikey McFly, man. We're here for another episode of Ball for Ball, and today is a special, special day because I'm joined my mans, my brother, my boy Chris. He's in the building, man. This is a beautiful thing right here. We go way back, man. Way back. Like two flats, man. This is a big thing right now. It's a big, uh, I'm honored to be here, man. Um, We're going to do this uh, episode of Ball for Ball on a very special song to us. These, uh, this these artists, rather, these these MCs that we're going to do, they go back with us in our history long time. I'm talking early 2000s, man. Uh, it's North Carolina's very own. Uh, they're innovators in the game. I always say they're um, your favorite rappers, favorite rappers, man. I'm talking about Little Brother. I'm talking about Greensboro. Uh, I'm talking about Durham, Bull City, Stand Up, man. Little Brother real quick. And the song that we're going to do is off of the Minstrel Show. I mean, off of the Minstrel Show album that I believe that came out around 2003, 2004, 2004? Or was that five? I think it was five. Yeah, 2005. Yeah, I'm bugging. 2005, the Minstrel Show, if you're not familiar with it, man, it's, uh, as they say, it's an audio bamboozle. If you're not familiar with that movie, Bamboozle, Spike Lee joint with um, Damon Wayans, Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, Most Def. It's about, it's about black exploitation, but they kind of made it an audio version. They did a great job. Like, the rest of their careers kind of went off of that album, went off of that theme, man. It's dope, man. So the song that we're going to be doing is called All For You. It's about parenting. It's about uh, having not having the father in the home and how that affects you in life. So we're going to do this song where, I'm sorry, let me take that back. My man's. Is going to be reciting the verse from a man, Fonte of Little Brother. He's going to be reciting that last verse Fonte spits. And uh, after we, you know what I'm saying, wrap it up real quick, the next thing that you will be hearing is my man Chris reciting Fonte's verse off of All For You. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Ball For Ball. Let's go. I was looking at your photograph, amazed how I favored you. I remember being young, wanting to play with you, cause you was a wild and crazy dude. Now I understand why my mama couldn't never stay with you. From the roots to the branch to the leaves, they say apples don't fall far from the trees. Used to find it hard to believe, and I swore that I would always hold my family as long as I could. But damn, our memories can be so misleading. It's misery. I hate to see history repeating. Thought you were the bad guy, but I guess that's why me and my girl split, and my son is leaving. Did chores, did bills, and did dirt, but I swear to God, I tried to make that shit work till I came off tour to an empty house with all the dresses in the cabinets emptied out. I think I must have went insane, thinking I was in love, but really in chains, trapped to this girl through the two-year-old who carried my name. I tried to stop tripping, but yo, I couldn't, and the plot thickened. That shit affected me, largely, because I know a lot of people want me to fail as a father, and the thought of that haunts me. Especially when I check my rearview mirror and don't see him in his car seat. So the next time it's late at night and I'm laid up with the woman, I'ma make my wife talking about how we gonna make a life. I'm thinking about child support, alimony, visitation rights, cause that's the only outcome if you can't make it right. Pissed off with your children feeling the same pain. So pop, how could I blame you? Cause you couldn't maintain. I did the same thing. 
same thing. And that's Fonte's verse off all for you from the Mitchell Show album. All right, breakdown, 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 breakdown. It's time for the breakdown segment of Ball for Ball, man, when we break down, you know, the verse that we just did or the song that we just went over, man. Um, what we just heard was my man Chris's rendition of Fonte's All for You, man, that verse, that last verse, man. Like we were saying, this song came out, what, 2005, man? 2005. The Minstrel Show, man. Let me, tell you, let me just talk about the Minstrel Show real quick, Please. man. <laughs> Let's yeah. talk about the Minstrel Show, man. Listen. 2005, 2005, I'm, um, I'm in college, we're in college, my man went to winston Southern State University, shout out to the Rams, you know what I'm saying, shout out to the Rams, I went to the, I mean, I went to the mighty, the mighty, North Carolina A&T, uh, University in Greensboro, North Carolina, man, so shout out to the Aggies, shout out to the Rams, man, HBCUs, we in the building, we also got an HBCU graduate, graduate in the White House, so, hey man, we gonna say uh, salute to that real quick for him, but um, 2005, The Minstrel Show, I was saying early in the beginning of the podcast, that is reminiscent to the uh, the movie Bamboozled, a Spike Lee joint with Damon Wayans, Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, Mos Def, a lot of uh, Paul Mooney, a lot of uh, familiar black actors in that movie, man. But uh, this album, The Minstrel Show, was just dope, man. It, was, it wasn't the debut of Little Brother. I believe it was their, what, is that their first album signed? I think it, I think it was. Hey man, Fonte, we gonna get this to you, so hey man, be wrong. I'm sorry, Doc. We we try to do it, hey man. I'm just saying hey, salute. Please, we've been fans since <laughs> since the first joint. For real, you know what I'm saying Chitlin Circuit before that. The listening, hey man, 2001, 2002. But um, this album was crazy, Doc. I just remember I learned so many things from this album in general, just like, just growing up into manhood, and just how yeah. to relate with stuff as a man, just going from, like, love, parenting, I mean, all kinds of just dating, you <laughs> know I mean? All you learn, all kinds of stuff with this album, man, and it was... Even, even an appreciation of the music. Oh, what? <laughs> I mean, uh, the, the hip-hop ain't really that hard, man. <laughs> That's what he says, though. Ninth Wonder all on the track, man. Just killing. This is this is just think about this. This is Ninth Wonder before everything. This is right around the time that Jay Z. This is before Jay Z picked him up for uh, Threats, right? Threats. I say so. Yeah, Black Album. Man. This is this is before that. I think this is the album that may have, I mean, caught <laughs> Jay's ear. I don't. We don't. We don't know. We don't know the actual story. But hey, man, it's crazy. Um, the song that we did, All for You. This song is about. I guess living in or just growing up as a man without a father. That's what this song is. Um and in the beginning of the song, Big Pooh, I guess he narrates his story about how it went through and he he goes through an instance where his mother gives him uh let gives him the phone and let him know that his father was on the other line and he really didn't know what to say and and he kinda let the phone the phone just hang there, man, and that that's a feeling right there for a man to kind of, it's hard, it's yeah. hard, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, because this whole time you're trying to look for it, you're looking for that guidance, you're looking for that, that father figure, but you don't really have one, and so at that age, it's hard to go through, but um, in the breakdown segment, we're going through Fonte's part, and that gets real personal, and it gets, I mean, and if you just have to appreciate Fonte's wordplay. 
I mean, his skill. <laughs> I mean, his skill is crazy, man. The way he and, puts stuff together. And, and appreciate his perspective. Yes. His, okay. His, his perspective is is what is what truly makes the song unique because, um, you know, of course we appreciate Pooh's verse. Yes. But unfortunately, that's all too common to a, to a lot of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know uh, me especially. You know, not you know uh, really having that relationship with your father. And then here he comes out of the blue, out of the woodworks, and now you're trying to play catch up for all the years yeah. just missed, all the birthdays missed. So um, that's 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 really why um, we wanted to kind of focus on Fonte's verse because it does give you another perspective about the other side of... Um, the maturity of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How it comes full circle. And, uh, and self-awareness. Definitely, definitely. It starts off with, I was looking at your photograph, amazed how I favored you. I remember being young, wanting to play with you because you was a wild and crazy dude. And now I understand why my mama couldn't ever stay with you. So, right there, my man Fonte, I guess, in my in my perspective of looking at it, he's reflecting back. And he's looking at some pictures of his father. And he's seeing some things and he's seeing how he resembles his father now. You have to you have to think back that this is a time where well I guess not even the time where this is he's going back and remembering that his father wasn't really in his life like that or he wasn't there to the extent that he would like him to be. It wasn't like that. So <laughs> he sees in himself what his father was to his mother because he was a wild and crazy dude, and so he could he understands why his mother couldn't ever stay with him, man. Um, it goes on from the roots to the branches to the leaves. They say apples don't fall far from the tree. I used to find it hard to believe, and I swore that I would. Always hold my family as long as I could. So he's saying the age-old, <laughs> what added the age-old saying, uh, apples don't fall far from the tree. He's saying from the roots, <laughs> every part of the tree was him and his father. And it, so it's one and the same. One and the same. Uh... What's the next one? I gotta get I gotta pass it on to you, man, and give it to you. <laughs> I'm cause I'm, it's, it's it's more it's more in depth to you. When the roots to the ball to the trees, apples don't fall far from the tree. Our memories can be so misleading. It's misery. I hate to see history repeating. <laughs> Back to it. <laughs> because it's going over and over again. It's a cycle. It's a cycle because he, he sees that what his father went through the same things relationship-wise. It's just crazy looking at. I mean, it's too, it, being able to see things full circle as being a child and looking at it and having one perspective and then growing up and understanding that perspective and looking back like, wow. Because just me and my personal, uh, just my personal example, like this, my son, I see myself in my son. And I understand what people say that you're born again through your seed. And I definitely see this. the things that he does, I used to do. <laughs> the things that he tries to get away with, I used to try to get away with. And I remember my dad chastising me one time when I was a kid <laughs> about like, well, you don't think I was your age once? <laughs> you don't think that I try to do the stuff that you used to do? And I hear that with my father fussing at me when I'm looking at my son. And that's just crazy how it goes for a circle, man. Uh, I hope the rest of the joint go, man. Thought you were the bad guy, but I guess that's why me and my son's 
me and my girl split and my son is leaving. Mm. I did chores, did bills, and did dirt, but I swear to God, God I tried to make that shit work till I came off tour to an empty house with all the dresses and the cabinets emptied out. Hey, man. Um, <laughs> that goes to saying when you try to do all that you can, when you give your all to a relationship, when you give your all to your other half, and it still does not seem to satisfy them or make them happy or make the relationship complete. Because my man said, I did, I did it all. I did chores, I did dirt, I did it all. I provided and everything. He said, I swear to God, I tried to make this shit work. <laughs> he said, I did everything I could possibly do. But it's that, that silence. That silence in the, in the home, when she not there, <laughs> everything's emptied out. When you come home off a tour, thinking you're coming home, but that's no longer a home. It's just a house <laughs> that you're living in. <laughs> and that's a powerful thing. Women have to understand you have that. <laughs> that's just a power. That yeah. is a power, man, to make a house a home when you're with somebody. And, uh, like, uh, that, that reminds me of... Um one of the Patrice O'Neill bits where he's uh. like, you know, as a man, you know, you just want your woman around. You know, you, a man doesn't want to uh, be perfect. alone. Exactly. We don't uh, want to be lonely. We just want to be left alone. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's... And, and, and a huge thing that I got from, uh, from this part in particular, just to mention, is how when you grow up, you know, kind of with that void, um, you always say to yourself, you know, well, when I have kids, this is how I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it differently. Uh-huh. I'm gonna, you know, I'm a. You want to say that you're going to learn from what you didn't have, and mm. then, you know, unfortunately, never you know, say never because God is real. Case, you know, it's just history repeated itself. There you go. Because you just teaching what you know, basically. Exactly. I always say, for me personally, never say never because God is real. Mm-hmm. You're not going to do that? A, real, a word? You're not? Watch this. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see how you handle that real quick. <laughs> Let me see how you handle that, man. Um, How we go with the rest of the joint? I think I must have went insane, thinking I was in love, but really in chains. Trapped to the girl through the two-year-old who carried my name. God damn, boy. Let me tell you something. Father. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. For him to spit that out. Listen, man. He deserve, he deserve a, a certificate, a plaque, or something. No, I mean, I, I want to know, man. How many takes did it take you to do this verse, Doc? How man, many takes did it take you to do this verse, I man? I with my own two eyes. It took me like eight <laughs> Man, that, let me let me let me run that back. Trapped to this girl through the two year old carry my name. I tried to stop tripping, but yo, I couldn't. And the plot, plot thickened. That shit affected me largely because I know a lot of people want me but to fail, fail as, as a father, father and the thought of that haunts me. Especially when I see his rearview mirror and don't, don't see, see him in his car seat. seat. So he just saying it's a lot of pressure, basically pressure, because. Trying to provide, doing what he has to do for his family, um, for one's family. It's just saying, my experience, doing what you have to do for for your family, and trying to keep everything together, and trying to keep the relationship in a good standing. That, as a man, it, that is pressure. That is pressure, and 
I guess, like I said earlier on, in his maturity, he's starting to realize that maybe the same things that he's going through, his father went through. And now he's starting to understand why things were the way they are. Even though you try and you fight hard and you try as best as you can to prevent the things that you went through on your kids. But life is real. I mean, it comes it comes like that. You don't want to do that, but you just, we don't plan this stuff out. I've learned at an early age, can't you, you can make plans, but... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? God gonna laugh. <laughs> you can make plans, exactly. God gonna laugh at him, man. And whatever is in, whatever is for you is for you, real talk. Whatever is for you is for you, but you try to build up you want to, but they're gonna come full circle, man. And one thing about this one thing about um little brother that I fell in love with is the fact that they can speak to your situation like, you know, like these were words to to live by. Yes. You know. Yes. Um back back then you have, you know, this verse and you know, I what? How old are two thousand five? Nineteen twenty years old. Yeah, yeah. And there's more of an appreciation for this verse, even as we do this right now. Uh-huh. It's just just exactly. going over my experiences uh-huh. um with this particular subject. It just, it, I have a greater appreciation for gems that were dropped. Uh huh. No doubt. Fifteen years ago. And to me, to me, that is classic music. That is. Music that does not age. <laughs> I can still bang this album like it was two thousand five. It does not get old to me. This is the, this listen, man. And he's saying like the gems in this. I got to say this, man, because I still live by this. I still go by this. Fonte said, "You, my dude, my dude. You said I want a girl when I want a girl, <laughs> but when I don't want a girl, I want a girl who understands that." Man, what? Listen, <laughs> I live by that. <laughs> I thought a family member told me that when I when I first heard it. Like that's how heavy it was. I was like, you know what? I don't want a girl all the time. <laughs> I just want one one, one, one. But you can't say that to her. You can't. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. But hey, man. Hey. And I just want to let y'all know I'm still looking for her. I'm still to this day. I want hey, somebody man. to understand. To understand that, John. But that's real talk, man. That's real spill Holyfield, dog. Like, hey, man. There's so many gems and jewels dropped on this album, man. That song in general. Like, and you got to think about the time. Yeah. The time. This is 2005 in hip hop. How many songs like this could you hear? You know what I'm saying? Expressing this kind of emotion. How many songs were like that? It wasn't really like within on the radio. Within our age group. Yeah, exactly. Within our age group. Exactly. Exactly, like this, man. Like, this was... This is Jeezy era. Yeah. This is, uh, this is Crime Mob. This is uh, Nug If You Buck. This is... Uh, yeah, I mean, nothing wrong with it because that's the dope era. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the song, a song with this type of emotion, this... um type of retrospect and <laughs> looking looking back at something and just being able to analyze it and convey it on wax. Yeah. Crazy man. So relatable. No I'm saying so and that's who little brother are. That's yeah. who they are, man. They're they so relatable and I was so glad they got back and did another album in two thousand nineteen, man. And it, it just they picked up like they never left. Like they never left. Like they never and left. I, and I do I do I, I I use this time to share 
uh, my little brother's story. Because it does involve you. I, I, I know I've told you before. What's up? But uh, about the time they came to Winston. Yeah, okay, okay. So, I think, yeah. So I, get, I don't know if they had a street team. I don't remember if it was actually them or not. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess they were doing promo for this album, The Mental Stroke. Okay. The Show. So they had uh, back, back way, way, way back mm-hmm. um, when they used to have singles. Or mm-hmm. they would have like wow. promotional CDs. Okay. So they had a single on there. Yeah. They might have a couple B-sides. Um, so they had came to Winston, dropped off a, a few CDs. And I think I might have started listening listen to Loving It. Okay. But I didn't really give it as, as just do. Yeah. I basically used that as an ashtray. But... <laughs> Fast forward um, to the following summer, uh, you know, I had came up and I had stayed with you for a little bit mm-hmm. uh, at your crib. And then you was like, bro, I got, you got to listen to this album. Okay, yeah, yeah. Wow, wow, like, wow, okay. I was like, man, well, you know, what are you talking about? And it just so happened to be the, the album in its entirety of the promo <laughs> CD that I just, I could have tossed it out the window. You know, so I, I didn't <laughs> yeah. really care for it. Not that I didn't care for the music, I just didn't give it a chance. I got the, yeah, then no when doubt. I sat down and actually listened to the the, the CD in its entirety. It's it's still one of my favorites. It's, it's, it's top five. Show, Minstrel Show is one of the dopest albums to uh, to me, man. It's one of my favorite albums, man. God, it's, if I'm if I'm on an island and I'm stranded and I gotta have like three pieces of music, it's definitely in there, man. Minstrel Show <laughs> is definitely in that. That category of music, man. I'm trying to think. Two th- my my little brother story. I don't know if I, uh, I don't know if you can remember this, man. This is a long time ago. <clears throat> when I first moved to Concord, mm-hmm. you know, I started going to Northwest, and uh, <clears throat> and uh, we were in doing talent shows. <clears throat> my boy, not Justin, but we had uh, another white boy, a homeboy of ours named Tony. Shout out to Tony, <laughs> my man. Tony had to connect somehow to Little Brother. This is like 2002. <laughs> this is like 2002 or whatever. And we uh, we could have got him. I think they just wanted maybe some... Uh, from my memory, I think they wanted two Gs. Oh, wow. We high school kids. You <laughs> <laughs> know what I'm saying? Nah, they ain't going to work. <laughs> little Brother ain't pulling us. Hey, man, if you all, get, if you all remember somebody getting to you all... We go to a high school, a high school in Concord, North Carolina. That was us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying we ain't had the bread. We tried. We were shooting our shot, but hey, man, we tried. But that was, I remember, that was my introduction to Little Brother. Yeah. I remember going to Fye. Mm-hmm. Know what I mean, and seeing the CDs, seeing uh, the listening, seeing um. Chitlin Circuit. And I'm like, okay, this is the guy you're trying to get to go to the school. Cool, that's what's up. All right, they in here. You <laughs> <laughs> know what I'm saying? But it took 2005 when the, the minstrel show dropped. And, I, and, and, he, and it, it just, it seemed perfectly because I had just watched Bamboozle. I just yeah. watched Bamboozle yeah. like that month. And so when I listened to that album, I'm like, wow. wow. I, get, I got it completely, man. I got it completely. And uh, every track on there, the whole skits, Fifth in fashion, uh, I mean, uh, with Cornell, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, Percy Miracles, everything, man, everything, everything, the skits and everything. Like they were, they were before their time, ahead of their time, all that stuff, man. It was hilarious. It was reminiscent, man. Um, 
Do you know why their name is Little Brother? Hold that thought. That was perfect, um, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was tough. No, I had 12 seconds left on it, but I was like... I actually don't. Yeah, um... From my understanding, oh, 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 what you got there, sir? What, what you got there, man? What's it? I got a little bit of this uh, Carolina vodka. Yeah, yeah. Myrtle made. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's that John. Yes, my man, yeah. John Myrtle. John Myrtle, Myrtle made, man. Shout out to John Myrtle, man. Um, John Myrtle, man, it's a distillery right here in Huntersville, North Carolina, man. It's a smooth, no, no, not a smooth. It is the, the smoothest <laughs> vodka you ever had in your life. Remember, um, br- 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 Brother's Barbecue? Remember that? Make you want to smack your mama? Damn near close. You know what I mean? <laughs> Damn near close. Man. That and people, I don't drink. <laughs> it's scary. Because I thought it was water. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You can put this. Man, that's smoother than a 70s pimp. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's golden that time, right <laughs> Hey, man. Shout out to John Murto, man. Our sponsor here at the Bar for Bar podcast, man, Kevin Productions, is yes. dope, man. So we gotta, we had to shout that out real quick because, hey, hey, hey. Now check me out, man. Um, yeah, to my understanding, mm-hmm. the name was Little Brother because they felt that they were the little brothers of a Tricor Quest, little brothers of EPMD. Little brother of Das Effects. They were little brothers of those kinds of uh, groups. Uh, that's why they chose the name. Once again, <laughs> Big Pooh Fonte. Hey, man. If we're wrong, please get at me. Get at him. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know we wrong. We fucked your shit up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, man. We just, we trying. We're going from our interpretation of the music. We love you, man. It's dope yeah. music, man. It's, it's dope music, but. And they, de- and they definitely brought that, that essence. Yeah. When they came through, most most definitely, man. Most definitely, um, I didn't want to. It's not alternative rap to me. It's like, uh, it's just whatever. It's, um, it's, it's rap and it's quintessence. <laughs> Look at that. Everything he just said, man. Because I didn't, man. I don't even want to bring up the whole. Remember the whole source debacle? Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. You know what they're talking, but. The album was dope, man. Minstrel Show, dope classic, ass album, classic, classic album. album. Um, what was after Minstrel Show, man? Just and it's North Carolina's very own. Very North Carolina's very own. To uh, coming out of Central, uh, North Central State University. Is it Central State? Not North Central. Carolina Central. North Carolina Central, man. See, I'm an idiot. I'm talking about A and T. Talking about the Rams. Let me get they shit wrong. They killing me. <laughs> killing me in the comments, man. <laughs> well, yeah, the um. 2005, man, what was going on? What was going on with you when this album was was out? Um, I was going, I was going through a lot. Huh? Um, when introduced to the album, when you introduced me to it, I was, I was going through a lot. Um, I remember during this time I was going through through a real bad breakup. Mm, mm, um, mm. And this 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 album provided me an escape. Basically. Okay. Because it, it, I've always been one that, you know, I gravitated towards the lyrics, the sound. Um, and this just had it all. It had it yeah. All. Um, yeah, yeah. And then I, I, I definitely remember this song in particular. 
um, that stood out to me because it, it, it spoke to a part of me that um, up until that point I kind of dismissed or I didn't mm. really mm, okay. want to discuss or, or kind of deal with. Um, it kind of verbalized it for you. It said it. It, said it, for <laughs> it verbalized it for me. Damn. And that's uh, better than I could. It's, and that's what I love about hip hop, man. That's what I love, and that means something, man. We were talking earlier, like this culture, this music. A hundred years from now, people are going to go listen to these songs and hear our stories. <laughs> I mean, our stories. The, the people of this culture, they're going to hear our stories, and this is why. And this is poetry. Yeah, this is poetry. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you an example. Of poetry, you know, I already did, man, with the old uh, Fonte joint. That's one example of poetry. Uh, I want a girl when I want a girl. And when I don't want a girl, I want a girl who understands that. That's poetic. Also, shout out to my man Sugar Free. He says, now I ain't finna break nan finger nail going oops upside your head. Poetic. <laughs> but you understand? <laughs> you understand? The aspects of you understand? The extremities of a man is... From one frame to another, this is all hip hop. It's all lyrics, <laughs> and it's Despite all how you may feel about it. Exactly. At the end of the day, it's poetry. And one thing, one thing I add to that mm-hmm. is, especially something that I was going to bring up about Fonte in particular. Um, just his, he's the king of the rhyme within a rhyme. Mm. Like his 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 bar structure. Mm. Alien man. He's is, an alien. He's unmatched. He's um, an alien. Just, just different, just different verses of his, and you just see how he puts the rhyme scheme together. And I don't even know. And I mean, it's it's his signature, but I don't yeah. think he knows how, as a listener, how it yeah. feels to hear somebody be that technical with their rhyme. Exactly. Exactly. And you can go back to some bars. Like, oh, oh, that's oh, that's what that meant. <laughs> you can do that. It's fifteen years down the line. Oh, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Holy. Whoa. All right. All right. Man. Okay. No doubt. He can hit you with some bars, man. Um. Let me just think of some fun tape bars. Real. Uh, oh, I got. I got one. Because I mean, it's just fun to rap. Uh-huh. Um. Uh, this is off the uh, separate but equal. Okay, they woo dope mixtape, dope mixtape. Know what I'm saying? DJ drama separate but equal, fire mixtape, man. Two thousand six. I think so. Two thousand six. Because it came out after. The yeah, two thousand six. It had some of the Mitchell Show songs. So yeah, two thousand six, man. Because I, 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 yeah, I, I apologize because I'm, I'm terrible with coming out the dough. But this this one is just so fun to kind of play yeah. play around with and recite. And I think I got it. But uh, end up next to rhyme is fine ticket. I figure it's time to exercise. You whack niggas got them running for the, the exercise. Because when it's sometimes. <laughs> hey, but, hey, that's, that's the thing, man. Um, but I mean, just. I mean, just, just in that, just the, and I, and I do apologize. Man, um, listen, I'm going to say this one wrong, too. I'm sorry for butchering your stuff, Fonte, but listen, Doc, this one hits home for me because I listen to this joint. It's, um, uh, I'm living, it's a good life, not a good life, but what you said, fam, was I'm, rem- I'm remembering the summer's past. 
when me and my niggas was rolling down Summit Ave. <laughs> Head back with the pedal to the flow. Just how long ago, my nigga, you don't want to ask. <laughs> nigga, when I say I'm living that now, because <laughs> that's, that's what it was. Because I remember at T, rolling down Summit Ave. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> how long ago? No, I mean, chill it. <laughs> Windows down, I was in pedal to the floor. How long ago, my nigga, you don't want to ask because that was it. That was it. And uh, grown man on. Yeah, that's it. Grown man. Grown man. That's the name of the song. Don't mind me. I'm just getting my grown man on. That, see, little brothers run, man. Little brothers run. That whole, that's, that is my college soundtrack. <laughs> little brother yeah. is my college soundtrack. And, and to show a little love to, uh, to poo, mm. uh, macaroni, macaroni. I, that was me. That you know. <laughs> oh he, nigga, he yes, de- he de- he de- yes, put on for, yes. For, for the fact, for the yes, no doubt, no doubt, hey, no doubt. Um, you know, you you kind of get your glow up, and then you know they they all around you. Now. <laughs> so shout out to Pooh for that. <laughs> exactly. It's, and, yo, uh, hey, applause to Pooh for the Grammy. Applause the pool for yeah. the Grammy, you know what I'm saying? Doing big yeah. things with Dreamville, man. Doing big things with Dreamville. It's dope, man. It just it's cool to see everybody come full circle and everybody getting roses while they, while we here, man. And just that's dope, man. That's dope, man. Um wrap it up real quick, man. Uh let's talk about what you got going on, Doc. Real quick, man. Uh, I appreciate you being here, but you're I mean, one the, one third of the co- of the show, uh, Three Amigos podcast. Oh yeah. No, I mean, oh, so uh, yeah. what's, yes. what's, what's, what is that? What's going on with that, man? Uh, if you don't mind, I'll plug the pod a little bit. <laughs> uh, just uh, uh, two other people that I went to Winston with, uh, two friends of mine. I don't want to say it like that, but <laughs> two two very close friends of mine went went to Winston together. So of course we uh, wanted to share our experiences. Just from then to now, um, mainly focused on, you know, things that, you know, are happening at current events, uh, but still showing that link um, between us through the university. So, you know, that's the Three Amigos podcast. If you want to um, check us out, uh, it's Three Amigos uh, pod on Instagram, um, all words. So, you know, spell out three. Um I am, you know, like like my man said, I'm one third. Craig Snack is what I go by on there. So, uh, you know, ch- check us out. Dope, man. Dope, man. Um, that's what's up. That's what's up. Um, we kind of, you know, do a little se- little new segment here on the Ball for Ball podcast called No Parameters. And no parameters really means no parameters, no boundaries, no limits. That's what hip hop. Is that's what it was based on? Is what it? Know what I'm saying breaking that glass ceiling. Mm-hmm. Know what I'm saying being able to do what they say you can't in the space that they say you shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. That's what hip hop is. So in this aspect of no parameters, we're gonna keep it real quick because eh, got a little time shortage, but whatever. Who cares? <laughs> know what I'm saying. <laughs> but what do you think? In the past week has been has had no parameters, man. The past week. Yeah. Um. I guess what what we could probably accomplish as a country. I mean, because you know, mm. this week has seen mm. some sort of transition of power. Yes. Uh, you know, 
Yes, I like a, that. A definite change from from the last four years. Most definitely. Even if it's just on paper, I mean, or you know, even with the first day, um, you know, kind of what our new president, what our new president, excuse me, mm-hmm. because we had we had our inauguration. So just what our new president was able to do just on his first day, you know, it, it kind of kind of presents some opportunities. Yes, I guess. It leaves at this four years of feeling dismal. It leaves some type of hope. <laughs> at least some type of hope. So, yeah, there you go. I would say, yeah, the election over here to all my people overseas. You now I'm saying I'm quite sure you all know <laughs> that we are going through an election that had a change of uh, administration, and so now we're in a new administration, and now we have to go far and beyond see what we can do. Up, see what we can do. From here, getting on out, man. Um, no parameters. So, how this country can be flourishing and or how it could motherfucking fall. There's <laughs> really no parameters. And that's how we're going to wrap it up with this, man. This is the Ball for Ball Podcast. I am Mikey McFly, man. I appreciate you all chilling here, chilling with us, my man Chris in the building, man. Most definitely, man. I definitely got to say I appreciate you, Doc. This is a visual in the from the grand scheme of things, from something that I thought of, and I'm glad that you're here to share it with me, man. This is dope. Absolutely, and I, I, I greatly appreciate you having me. No My doubt, man. Been, a, been way overdue. This is the first of many. The first of many, man. I got, I got, I got a thing that uh, it's not gonna be the last time you all see me, man. Chris is gonna be kind of, kind of reoccurring, man. Kind of reoccurring. Absolutely. Uh, if you want to get in contact with me, man, holler at me in the Ball for Ball Podcast. The Ball for Number. Bar podcast on uh, on Facebook. Holler at me on the Bar for Bar podcast on Instagram. Holler at me on Mikey McFly on Twitter. Once again, Bar for Bar podcast page on Facebook. Bar for Bar podcast on Twitter. Mikey McFly. I'm the Bar for Bar podcast on Instagram. Mikey McFly on Twitter. That's where I am. Where can they get at you at? Um, they can get at me <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, on Twitter, I am Fattest Bastard. F A T T E S T B A S T A R D. On Instagram, I am Just Fat Bastard. Because um, I kind of shrunk a little bit, so I was just fat, not the fattest. Um, also, you can get at me at the uh, Three Amigos Pod on Instagram. That's, you know, all words uh, Three Amigos Pod on Twitter, we are three amigos underscore pod. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to hearing from you guys. And uh, like I said, I'm just I'm just glad to be here. Uh, glad to chop it up with my man's. Uh, we go way back, way back like way four flats, back. man. You have no you have no understanding. I'm talking about so, walking the city of Rockingham. <laughs> no, I mean the town. No, the, t- the town. <laughs> no doubt, man. Not the county. The, the town. town. <laughs> all together ladies and gentlemen we thank you we appreciate you I'm Mikey McFly that's the fattest bastard Chris Absolutely. this is Ball for Ball peace